Hello there, and welcome to the King of Kings Multisite Podcast. We're starting this podcast to create a greater understanding about multisite, the reasoning behind it, and what you can do to get involved and help make this a success. I'm Dan Hoppen, the director of small groups here at King of Kings. Alongside me is co-host and executive director, Julie Easley. And this week, we are joined by lead pastor, Greg Griffith, to discuss the purpose of our multi-site mission. Guys, how's it going today? We're doing great. Doing great. And you just reminded me how hard my name is with all the gutturals and the thuzz and the dentals and all the things. Thanks, mom and dad. <laughs> well, I made it through successfully the first time. Now that I have that in my head, I'll probably screw up on future times. But for now, we're good. So we want to kick off this podcast by diving into the why behind multi-site. But first, just in case someone is hearing about this for the first time or needs a refresher on what multi-site is, Julie, can you just kind of walk us through what what is multi-site and what is King of Kings plan? So we're planning on launching, this is super exciting, 10 campuses in the next 20 years. And we're going to be starting with our Northwest campus in 2023 and then moving on to our Gretna campus in 2024. So that's the what. Now let's dig into the why. Greg, what is the purpose behind expanding our church and adding new campuses? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, So in our church body and throughout the nation, um, a church closes its doors. One church closes every week. And so, yeah, it's just uh, uh, so much. And then in order to actually keep up with that, um, there needs to be like... Uh, you know, that's over over 350 church plants need to happen to just sustain what we have. Now, we do have a lot of churches, and there's a church almost on every corner. Um, but also, what we need to do is plant churches to reach people in their communities where they live and where they work and where they play. Um, the reason that we believe right now is a perfect time for us to do multi-site is um, our ministry is really healthy. And so growing churches grow churches. And so that's a great opportunity for us to say, we've got something. Um, I, I like the way Craig Groeschel puts it. We have the it factor. And and that it is um, something where it's just something by the power of the Holy Spirit that people are saying, I want to know more. And I want to be there. Um, So it's a perfect time for us to do that. But the other thing, and I think this is where King of Kings has always stepped in as leading our synod and leading our denomination, has said, we want to be the ones having that value of courageous, taking taking new ground. And um, in Nebraska, uh, our district has not planted a church since 2016. So that's six years with zero new churches in our church body in our state. And um, that to me, just that's unacceptable on our side. So let's go. I also think, right, we just have a commandment from Jesus. So we think about Matthew 28, 19 to 20, and this is what Jesus said. Therefore, go and make disciples in all nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you, and be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. And so what we're saying is, how are we going to contextualize these words of Jesus? How are we going to live this out um, as King of Kings? And so this is our first step forward into that. I think this really plays into something that 
you said on one of your multi-site minutes, Julie, on the King Kings website, which people just stay up to date on those kingkings.org slash multi-site. Julie's been putting out videos every week that kind of do quick explainers of exactly what's going on. But the quote that really comes to my mind is buildings don't reach people. People reach people. Can you unpack that line for us a little bit? Yeah. So I just want you to think for a minute about a place that had a huge impact on your life. Maybe it was the house you grew up in or your college campus. Maybe you think of Husker Stadium. Maybe it's a place you go back to every summer. What made it wonderful? What made that place special? It's the people, right? It's the experiences that you had there. And It's not just the external framework. It's all of the things that happened in those spaces. And churches are the same. If you think about like the King of Kings building itself, it isn't particularly beautiful, right? The the reason that people love it is because of the people that are in it and because the love of Jesus is in that place. Um, Like alternatively, think about cathedrals in Europe. Some of them are so beautiful to step into, but there isn't that life um, and there isn't that fellowship there anymore. So really love and care, a listening ear, an invitation and being included are what draw people to a church, not the building itself. Yeah. And I'd, I'd love to add too that this is just a great opportunity too for, I think, our people here at King of Kings to get back to that invitational spirit and that inviting DNA. And uh, I was actually physically reminded of this by my daughter, um, Tessa, uh, a few weeks ago, we were driving and she invited a friend of hers to come to Wednesday night. And um, I said, oh, that's really great. That's awesome. Um, And she said, dad, I love King of Kings. Like, it's so much fun. Why wouldn't I invite people to come to experience it? And yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, so true. And so um, I would I would just say to all of those listening and then to tell your friends who to listen as well, um, like let's get out about inviting. And it's not about a new place or a new site. It's about um, a new transforming relationship with Jesus and, and a new day with Christ. And so, um, well, yeah, why wouldn't we invite? Why wouldn't we have fun? And having multiple campuses just expands that geographical footprint, makes it easier to invite, you know, no longer are you saying, hey, maybe you have to come across town, but maybe this new Northwest campus is in your neighborhood. Maybe you live in Gretna and this will be perfect for you. So yeah, like you said, it just increases that invitability. Now, longtime members of King of Kings will remember that we had previously bought land to build a new church on. Uh, but plans changed a couple of years ago. We, re- we recently sold that land. And a question that I've been getting a lot from people just in, in the congregation, in the hallways, whatever it might be, is why are we selling that land and starting new campuses instead of just building on that land? And I have no doubt you guys have gotten that question way more than I have and are probably ready with a good response. So how would you respond? Yeah, I got the question about three years ago, but if you're still getting it, wow. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, here's the thing. Um, That was, I'm always reminded when I think about that, I'm always reminded that um, our plans are not always his plans. And so in 2005, the the plan was to go and to um, move this this site down to that region that was a growing region that that was um, uh, just just a potential to reach more people. 
And it was a great idea. Um, but then the region changed. It became industrial and it became not homes and, and not people. And, and growth didn't go south. Growth went north. And so, um, so the beauty of King of Kings was the openness to say, Lord, we just want to faithfully follow you. And, um, and really for us to build on that site, um, one, would have just not been the best stewardship of our dollars. Um, the the site that did buy that land uh, spent nearly $500 million to develop that land. Now, we would never have developed what is there. Um, but it would have been in the um, tens and multiple millions of dollars um, for us to, to do anything there. So what we really thought was, okay, if we're going to take millions of dollars and look at what we do, what about instead of planting one church, what if we planted 10 churches? Um, and what if we also leaned into God and said, maybe our 10 is small. And so what if that 10 turns into 20 or turns into 30 um, and and just turns into something that that is even greater? And so... Um, so we're really just saying here's here's where God saw something even greater 15 years later um, than what we could realize. And I'm really excited for what it's going to be. All right. Let's take a quick look at what the uh, campus model is going to look like logistically. So our beloved Peter Bay, Mr. B, he has served as the director of Next Generation for many years at King King's. There's nobody who's gone here for more than five minutes who doesn't who hasn't gotten a high five or a hug or something from Peter. He's just such a gregarious, awesome personality. He is going to become the campus director of the Northwest Campus. So I'll just open it up to you guys. What are campus directors and what role do they serve? Right. So the campus director is really the lead staff position at each campus. And we call this person like the face of the place. They're going to be the shepherd of that congregation. They're going to be responsible for all ministry teams, all programming, all volunteers at the campus. Um, you'll see them up front really regularly. And although they won't be giving messages every week, as you remember, our campuses are going to be video venues. So the messages are going to be delivered via video. He still is going to be up front on Sunday, kind of that person that you connect with. Um, and so really, when you come to that campus, Mr. B is going to be your guy. Yeah. And I, I think a couple things that I like to look at it is, you know, the the preacher um, and, and person, generally, Jesus has four things that he does. There's a come and see and follow me. And and that's kind of the preacher, like come and see, follow, follow me. They're leading people um, to come and see the things of Jesus and then the call to follow him and that call to action. And then you have the be with me and remain in me. Those are the, that's that care, that connection, that that person that says, hey, let me get you into a care group. Let me get you into a connect group. Um, let me let me get your kids into this ministry. Something goes on and and they're right there. So, so our campus directors are the remain in me uh, or be with me, remain in me, connect person. So in effect, they're going to be the ones that are going to say, hey, how's it going? Haven't seen you. Who are you inviting, right? Doing all those great things um, in great ways. And so together, I think that team's going to be awesome. So Peter's just going to be terrific. Obviously, the Northwest campus's gain is us on I Street. We're going to miss Peter. 
Yeah. Uh, and he not only is just such a fun person to just be around as a staff member or a congregation member, but he plays a very important role with Kids Count. W- what does his move to the Northwest campus mean for Kids Count at Can Kings? Right. So basically what it means is that right now we are currently looking for a high caliber leader to become our new Kidsman director. And we have such confidence um, that we're going to find the right person because God is a God who's faithful and he's provided for us in the past. I remember years ago when um, our pastor Roger Timer was moving out of kids ministry, we were like, oh, he's just so amazing. How irreplaceable is he? And we learned, you know what? God always has that next person. And Peter became that next person. And we know that God's going to do that for us um, in, in this season as well. Yeah, I think someone's just going to, this is another transition, and um, someone's just going to stand on Peter's shoulders. And the blessing is, is like Roger's super tall, and Peter stood on his shoulders to go even (laughs) higher, and Peter's super tall. Um, So we'll probably have a tall person. Dan, are you interested? Am I getting promoted? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Um, But, you know, so so just going to stand... Uh, even taller, and and my my prayer to our Lord is the only loss we we even realize is that Peter loses the Mister B title because of kids, and now it's just Peter. So, looking at new campuses, what is going to look different about a Sunday service at these new campuses, and what will look the same? Well, some of the things that will look the same is we're going to have live worship um, that will be happening at each campus. The things that will be a little bit different is instead of uh, watching a person deliver a live message at the campuses, they're going to be watching a person on a screen. So that'll be sort of different. Um, We'll have a role of campus director. So right now, Greg is our lead pastor here at the I Street campus, and he will be obviously overseeing all of our campuses, right? He's going to be the pastor of all of the campuses that we have, but Peter will be a campus director as opposed to a campus pastor. Um, Another thing that's going to stay the same is we are still going to have awesome kids ministry and we are going to have great student ministry. So what kids ministry will look like is that will be happening on a Sunday. We've yet to determine what student ministry will look like, but we'll make sure that all of our kids are taken care of. Yeah, I think our goal really is that um, a person will walk into any campus and it won't be identical, but it will be identifiable. And so, um, and I would even, I would even counter and say, you know, cause I think people hear, oh, wait a minute, you're going to have preaching on the video and on the screens, you know, in our, in our current facility right now, um, it actually doesn't matter where I sit. If I, I usually sit in the front row, but occasionally I'll sit in the middle or in the back and, um, I'm always watching the screens. So, so the truth is we're already doing video venue, uh, here, um, just cause of the function of our room. So maybe even God prepared us for that, um, in there. So, um, but yeah, everyone's going to have that same great King of Kings experience, which is welcoming, which is friendly and, uh, which is fun and interactive and deep Bible learning about who Jesus is. And, um, and they're going to, they're going to get it and be able to invite people. So it's going to be a great experience. Now, as we wind down here, I think the most important thing that we can emphasize in in this podcast episode is that us starting a new church or uh, us starting a new campus, excuse me, is not starting a new church or breaking apart our people. We're simply growing the number of people that we can reach. From you guys' perspective, how do we remain as one connected church body, even though some of our people will be in different locations? Yeah, I I think it's all about relationships. So 
the truth is we're already three micro churches within one church. We have an eight o'clock service. We have a nine o'clock service. We have an 11 o'clock service. And so um, this is always, uh, anytime you go even multi-services, um, you always have to stay connected through relationships, through connect groups, through other ways of care, midweek and things like that. As we grow campuses, um, this is just going to magnify that need, um, that we need to continue to stay connected through connect groups, through relationships, through things that we gather together um, there with those connections. And and really staying, it, it's people to people. The, the studies say that no matter what size you are, if you know five to seven people, you feel connected to the entire church body. You can be a church of a hundred and if you don't know five to seven, you feel disconnected. You can be a church of ten thousand, and if you know if you do know five to seven, you feel deeply connected to that church. I think that's perfectly stated, Greg. All right, I don't think there's a better way to sum it up than that. Uh, that's all we got for you on this week's podcast, Greg. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, we have so much more to discuss when it comes to multi-site, so be sure to subscribe to the King of Kings podcast to hear more in the coming weeks. Thank you for listening today. 